You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Oh, baby, how are you feeling? Good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I hope everybody enjoyed our garbage episodes. Man, I really hope you did. I hope you thought they were funny or or even just straight up good. Maybe you even liked them. But if you didn't, we understand and I hope they were entertaining. I haven't listened to them yet and I'm really excited to. I mean, obviously I heard them back when we recorded them yeah. almost a year ago and edited them and and stuff like that, but I I hadn't heard them. Si- I haven't heard them since then, and I have not gotten around to listening to the ones we just released. They're, but I'm excited too. They're not. I don't know. I thought they weren't quite as bad as I thought, but then in moments I was like, oh no, this is kind of bad. But you know, let let the listeners decide. Well, you know why I think it'll be fun. Why? Because I forget everything we talked about. Yeah. No. So it's it will true. be like pretty. Um, it'll be just like hearing our own episode as. Yeah. Someone who listens to this. Yeah, it's cute. Well, hopefully you guys liked it. Um, we thought that would be a fun little way to, you know, give <laughs> honestly us a break. give ourselves a yeah. little break. Um, but also to, you know, celebrate that we've been doing this for a while and thank you guys for sticking with us and give you an opportunity to laugh at us a little bit, really. <laughs> but we're back now and we're ready to produce the high quality content you've become used to. Except better, I think, because it's a new year. New year, new us. We're much better. We've okay. taken a rest and now we're you know, better than ever. Much needed rest, but we are um, ready for the first new episode of 2021. 2021. Let's do it. And uh, Katie is going to take the reins mm-hmm. on the research and the teaching. Yep. And the uh, the subject that I would like you to teach us about, yep. to learn about, is, and this is pretty fitting because we just had New Year's. Oh, okay. It is... Times Square. Oh, cute. I like that topic. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, obviously they have the huge New Year's celebration ball drop every year. Not yeah. this year, of course. But um, I, it, you hear uh, Times Square is like the epicenter of New York City, which is the center sure. of the world. But it's like, what is Times Square other than just an intersection? Why Why did it become so famous? You know, like I don't... Yeah. I just... I don't know why why Times Square. Yeah, very much so. I mean, I used to live not far from there. Um Never really went there. I mean, obviously, I've been to Times Square many times. Um, but, but yeah, so this will be great because I'm familiar with it. But I really don't know much about it. I know a lot of anecdotes, you know, like yeah. you've heard how it was like good and bad and all these things. But, but it'll be good to really, really find out the truth. You know you what will. I don't get? Every New Yorker is like, oh, Times Square. Avoid it like the plague. Like, oh, never go through Times Square. <laughs> the only time I'm ever in Times Square is when we're in New York the the week before Christmas uh-huh. and we inevitably like walk through Times because we go look at all the department yeah. store windows. You go right through Times Square and I'm like, this is great. Why why we're, do people like hate this? This is the there. most touristy time of the year and this is like it just feels like any other street. We're always there plus very all early. the bright lights, you know. You don't realize that we're there quite early in the morning and it gets a lot more crowded later in the day. That is true. We are going through there like 9 a.m. at the latest because to me i mean it feels very like fun new york snobby to be like ew i hate yeah that's the vibe i get when people talk about it. it's like do you really hate it or do you just 
But you, but you do hate does. it because it's so clogged most of the time. And half the time you have to go there because your train is transferring there. So it's like this frustrating situation where you have to go there because you have to take the dumb shuttle because you need to get the east side and there's no good way to do it. And everyone is just like walking so slowly that you want to pull your hair out of your head. I get it. I mean, I, I just think it's funny comparing it to something in L.A. like a Hollywood Boulevard. They're kind of analogous yeah, they're in similar. that they're both touristy, but it's like no one wants to go to Hollywood Boulevard because it's actually disgusting and dangerous. <laughs> Yeah. Whereas people like glamorize the disgusting and dangerous past of Times Square. And I'm like, I, I wish Hollywood Boulevard was like what Times Square is today. Then I would yeah, feel no. like Safe. a lot safer walking <laughs> down it. And like maybe there would be some stores I would actually want to go into as opposed to just well, like Well, that's the other thing stores. though as a, you know, as a former and hopefully future New Yorker, um, there's just no reason to go there. Too. You know, like you say, I, I would be like, oh, you don't want to go to Times Square. It's so terrible there. But also, why would you ever go there unless you're going to the TKTS booth or you're going to a theater that happens to be like right in Times Square? Mm-hmm. There's just no reason to go there if you live in New York. Like you're not That's going fair. to bubblegum shrimp. You're just not. So so there's just no reason to do it. And if you can walk around it and avoid all those slow walking tourists, like you're going to do it. But have you had their rage and gauge in pasta? It's, I have not. So to be fair, how me do neither. I know? And I don't even know if that exists, but that sounds like something that would be on the menu. I believe you. We'll have to look it up. I've actually been to a Bubba Gump once on the Santa Monica Pier. How about that? Oh, touristy. Yeah. Talk about touristy. Heck. Man, we've hit all the tourist spots. Okay. okay. Are yeah, you let's... ready to learn? <laughs> yes. Going on forever. I thought we said we're we were going to be better this year. We're chatty in 2021. Sorry, guys. All right. We will be better starting now. Wow, that time flew by. It flew. It flew Quickest for you. Quickest half hour of my life. Yeah, because you were just chilling. I was eating wheat thins. I was studying my little buns off. <laughs> and I learned all about Times Square. And you know what? I learned a lot, which is cool. Oh, cool. I, You know what's funny is I started looking into it and I realized, oh, wow, I know zero about Times Square. Mm. Like, I didn't know why it's called Times Square. I learned that. Is it from the New York you. Times? It is, which I guess I could have figured out. But um, but I didn't know that. I didn't know Right, me neither. Sure. Right, until you, like, I don't know. You just kind of, yeah. I, I think you kind of brain messaged it to me. I brain messaged it Zach. Just kind of hit me right then to like, oh, it must be New York Times. In 2021, Zach and I decided that we're going to start brain messaging each other. So don't be surprised if we brain message a lot. <laughs> um, all right. So just to give a little intro, because um, I realized we didn't necessarily say this in the intro. Intro. Um, what is Times Square? Times Square is a major commercial intersection, tourist destination, entertainment center, and neighborhood <laughs> in Midtown Manhattan in New York City, New York. Um, it's at the juncture of Broadway and 7th Avenue, um, and it stretches basically from 42nd Street to 47th Street. It is referred to as the crossroads of the world, the center of the universe, and the heart of the Great White Way. <laughs> so many names. Isn't it? It's a bigger intersection than just two streets, though, right? Isn't it kind yeah. of like two uh, north and two south avenues. streets that kind yes. of like meet and then and the cross street? Yeah. 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 So it's larger than just a four-way stop. 
Oh, yeah. Well, because it spans, like I said, from 42nd to 47th. So that's Oh, dang. I didn't even hear you bunch. say that. That's, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So it is. And, and you know what's funny about it is it's called Times Square, but square is really just kind of referring to how we call things squares. Yeah. I mean, we just say, like, oh, the town square mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, it's not a square at all. If you think of it so... Broadway and 7th are crisscrossing each other, and so Times Square is more of a bow tie than anything. I it's can like, see that. yeah, it's like a, like a bow tie shape. <laughs> um, not a square at all. Uh, so Times Square is in the is in the center of Manhattan. So you, you could say it's the center of New York City. I'm sure a ton of people would disagree with that. But, but it, maybe like literally the center of literally Manhattan. Literally kind of the center of Manhattan, yeah. definitely. Um, it's one of the world's most visited tourist attractions. It draws an estimated uh, 50 million visitors annually. Wow. And approximately 330,000 people pass through Times Square daily. Mo- many of them are tourists. I was going to say that's a lot more than 50 million a year, but not all tourists. Yeah, 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 not yeah, all of yeah. them are tourists. And then um, over on its like busiest days, over four hundred and fifty thousand people walk through it. That's the days we go in a day. Yeah, we're there <laughs> early. Like I know. You said. I'm just saying though, we're we're part of that busiest day. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. So time. I. I. So I'm reading about early Manhattan. You know, early to us Americans colonizers. Um. And it's so fascinating i was reading about how there were these streams that met around 42nd street and there's this bay at 47 it's just so crazy it's so cool me. well you have to read that book uh your mom gave me you're, what you, the blah belt book yeah oh, it's I'm the sure whole it's first part is about the history of manhattan and it's oh, cool. crazy stuff it's like broadway was like named because that was literally just like the widest street of like the four they had and it's like oh it's the broad <laughs> so street crazy. like that's why it's broad yeah. you know like crap like that that's really yeah. nuts so times square area was called long acre like it was called long acre square and it was named after a london's carriage district because it you know at that time we were taking all our names from the motherland i guess mm-hmm. um and it served as an early site for william h vanderbilt's American Horse Exchange. So just picture it was kind of a large open space. There were some drab apartments around there. It was just a it was just an empty space. Mm-hmm. And there were streams. It was great. I don't know. It I was mean, crazy yeah, to me to picture we, this. We can't even picture what no. it would look like because I'm sure it's really way can't. less civilized than you would even think like, oh, early New York and you yeah. picture like stuff from movies you've seen, but it's like no, picture like yeah, people who very... lived practically in the woods, and that was right, New York. Yeah, I, and I saw some photos, and you know, by the time of these photos, it's probably I think the photos were from the late 1800s, and there's buildings and things, but mm-hmm. it is amazing how wide the streets are, how just empty it is. Um, so by the end of the 1800s, by the 1890s or so, this area became pretty seedy and and bad. It was dangerous. I don't know why specifically it became bad, but it did. Um, there were brothels, saloons, nightclubs, you know. I mean, yeah. to each his own. Some people might have thought it was, like, super fun. Right. Other I mean, if you have just a saloon, that's fine. Just right. a brothel. I, we can all look away. But when you get brothels and saloons and, and God forbid, a tattoo parlor, <laughs> then uh, you're asking for trouble. Right. So, so it was not known as a very 
safe place, it was dangerous, there was all the seedy activity. But soon, the neighborhood began to change, um, mainly because of two big factors. So number one was electricity. Literally, it just lit it up and Uh made it safer. Like, you could just... It got safer because it was lit. I guess everywhere got safer. Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. And then the second thing was the IRT, the Interborough Rapid Transit Company. So they started making subways, essentially. Uh So they started making ways to quickly get around New York City. So because of that IRT, Mr. Adolph S. Ox, who is the owner and publisher of the New York Times. You should have just went by Sox. (laughs) true uh he decided to move his headquarters there because he you know some people are just visionary they can see see what's about to happen and he saw with this electricity and the fact that this was in the center of manhattan and now knowing that we were going to get these this fast way to travel this would be a good place to be so he so really the first big event was he decided to move the new york times headquarters there so in 1904, he decided to build the Times Tower there, it, and it ended up being the second tallest building in New York at that time on 42nd Street. And they moved in, and in 1905, right after they moved in, George McClellan, who was the mayor at the time, signed a resolution that renamed the intersection of Broadway and 7th Times Square after oh, okay. the New York Times. Wow, he was really proud to have him there. Yeah, renamed I it mean, immediately there was nothing else there i guess i guess so, so. it's more like, or less just like you it. get to name whatever you want because it's not named yeah and it's and, and I mean, almost the new york times is a really big deal i mean it's still a big deal but i think it was a really big deal then too and um it's because this guy sounds like he had a lot of pull because he also convinced the mayor to build a subway station there the subway station that has become the Times square stop which i referenced earlier which is just Almost every single train in mm-hmm. New York runs through Times Square. I mean, you can catch any train there. Can I just say that this mayor sounds like a real wimp? Yeah, he, he was seems probably to be a pushover. Bending at every single thing that time, the he New York Times guy offers him. Much else to him. do. I mean, I know, but come on, where's your backbone? It's Put your true. foot down. A subway station? <laughs> come that's, on, that's crazy. Uh, also, fun fact is that the so this whole like it was called One Times Square, their address, the New York Times building. And by 1913, they moved to a different spot on 8th Avenue, which is where they are now. See? And I bet that mayor felt like an idiot. Yeah, he probably did. And now they're stuck with the name. Mm-hmm. Wait, where, where's the building now? Is it... It's right across from Port Authority. It's and that's on 8th Avenue. It's not far. It's not the same spot, but no, it's not this, far. No, that's where it is today. Oh, yeah. Same as far spot as, as 1913. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe it was bigger. I have no idea yeah, why. Me neither. Maybe they were like, it got so bright here, and they had to move. Because um, it said three weeks after the Times building opened, the first electrified advertisement appeared on the side of a bank on the corner of 46 and Broadway. Wow. So if you don't know, as of yet, Times Square is really known for, which is, this is such a silly thing to be known for. It's known for advertisements, quite Mm -hmm. frankly. It's just this really lit up place where everything is bright and moving and neon and advertisements and so we've all seen them it's interesting to me that that really started right away that is yeah. something that kind of i wonder if that existed elsewhere or if that was kind of a one-of-a-kind sign that you know, was that first one i don't know if it's one of a kind but 
Times Square definitely became the the cent as it still is today the center of this like preeminent American spot for this big bright electric side. I mean, it, I guess it kind of makes sense that wherever is getting the most traffic is going to get the most people yeah. wanting to advertise there. So if it really was just the busiest intersection in all of the city. And, yeah. you know, the busiest city in the country. It's like, well, it would stand to reason that they would have more advertisements than any other one intersection, you know? Yeah, and it did. So soon after the New York Times came, um, all these theaters started to be built there. So essentially what, what now is the theater district. Wait, hold the up. phone. Uh-huh. We skipped right over the, fa- the, 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 the fact that all of these advertisements in Times Square, that's what it's known for, right? Uh-huh. You've been... On an advertisement in Times Square. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your face has been Once. up on the big screen. It was. In Times Square. Mm-hmm. They... For uh, Mr. Iglesias. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. It is very cool. I forgot wow. about that. Look at this. It's like, uh, what do you call this? Meta. Very I meta. don't know what it is, but <laughs> I um, had to, had to uh, remind you of that. Thank you. That was a nice reminder. Um, so, so, yeah. So, all these theaters were built, and it became a really great place so in the from basically when the times came to the 1920s all the theaters came uh, especially musical theater blossomed there this is when it earned the nickname the crossroads of the world this is when it really started booming and it was this great great hot spot to be uh in, oh interesting fact the this whole dropping the ball situation on new year's yeah it started almost immediately it started in 1907. And is that uh, was that their own invention? Yeah, dropping the, the ball. Times, the New York Times had a flagpole, and in 1907, they decided they were going to celebrate the New Year by dropping a huge glass ball down this flagpole at midnight. It's 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 such so a weird, weird tradition if you I think know, about it. I don't. It it's very. And weird. it sounds like its inception was just as just meaningless. As random, yeah. I think. Yeah, but um, but. But obviously people got a kick out of it because they have done it ever since. Isn't yeah. that kind of cool? That is crazy, yeah. So um, so like I said, this is the 20s. All this good stuff is happening. Oh, um, in 19... So I got to get into some of this advertising because there's a callback Please to one of do. our other episodes. Um, so there was a New York Times zipper. Like is it the, Silly Putty? No. <laughs> uh, the headline, you know where the, like, the yeah. headlines go? It said uh, in 1928, they had 14,800 light bulbs were used to make those headlines go. Mm-hmm. Uh, other famous signs included a huge coffee cup with real steam rising out of oh, it. Oh, that's cool. And a cigarette smoking man who blew steam generated with real tobacco smoke. smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's Rings? Pretty, that's yeah. sophisticated. I know, I know. It's That'll cool. make you want to smoke. But this is what the callback was. Do you remember in our chewing gum episode we talked about Wrigley yeah. and how what great advertisement they had? Yeah, hundred so billboards or something like that. That was along the New Jersey Turnpike or something. Um, but they had a sign in Times Square. It was said to be the biggest in the world at that time. I don't know exactly how big it was, but it cost nine thousand dollars a month to rent at that time, Dang. which today would be a hundred and seventeen thousand. Which honestly probably isn't even that much today in terms no. of well advertising. It, it seems kind of par for the court based on what i read i guess later. that's a ton yeah yeah that's it's a, a lot a lot yeah so that's pretty crazy so all of this is great and fun and everything but what what are we coming up on it was 1928 
What's about to happen? The market is going to explode. Yes, the Great Depression happened. So, unfortunately, Great Depression ruined everything, it seems like, everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, including Times Square. So, a lot of the theaters in Times Square were converted to movie theaters, which I guess pretty quickly became adult film theaters. Um, what do you mean by adult film? Oh, my gosh. No. Um, and, <laughs> Uh, so, and the area just basically became really seedy again. And it was that way for a long time. I mean, this is the history that I was kind of familiar with, but by the 60s and 70s... So that's, sorry to cut you off, uh, that's the era that I always, like, you know, that you see in a movie or that you hear references of, like, that's, it was, like, so gritty and and blah, 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 but... So it, you're saying that that happened around 1930 and it stayed that way. Yeah. It, it never had like a, I mean, maybe there were little peaks here and there, but it was, it, it was pretty seem like there was a resurgence grimy all th- for like 40 straight years. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, more. And yeah, cause like, I'm the same way. Like the times that I really am familiar with is probably like the seventies and eighties Yeah, when you just know it as like. It was really sleazy, and there was a ton of crime there. Images of the area in in those decades, it says there's neon signs advertising topless dancers, X-rated films, adult-only cinema. So, you know, it kind of, like, changed its tune a little bit. I feel like you shouldn't be able to use the word cinema. Yeah, I agree. By 1984, as many as 2,300 crimes a year were being committed within a single block of Times Square. Wow, that's... That's, I mean, that's yeah. a lot of crimes, but it's I have to be crimes. honest, I have no idea what, I, I have no reference point for normal I crimes per year per block. But that sounds pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, so basically it was... <laughs> no, that's really bad. That's like, yeah, that's oh, that's like eight crimes, crimes a day. Yeah, that's so many crimes. So many crimes. In one block, it's like you didn't even have room to commit your crime because some other guy was like taking your space. That was 1984, like I said. So we're hitting a real bad spot. Times Square is a mess, right? And then... Well, to be fair, the whole city at that point was probably, like, peaking in terms of crime and murder and stuff like that, right? Close to it. Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, But Times Square in particular. Well, it's the center of the universe. True, true, true. Center of of crime, center of everything. Then the 1990s came. And who was there? Um, Rudy Giuliani. Yes. Famed national treasure Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> and the Disneyfication of Times Square began. Have you heard that before? The like Disneyfication? Yeah. yeah, like many Everyone times. said, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so I looked into it and it's it's both figurative and real because they're just saying it to mean like, oh, it became like Disney World. Yeah. But also Disney did invest in Times Square. Oh, really? The, the new Amsterdam Theater, which is on 42nd Street, which is a Broadway theater, um, Disney bought it. So, wow. So, they're, so partially, yes, some of it was actual Disney money, but mostly they're just referring to that, you know, we cleaned up all the all the porn and everything, and now it's it's bubblegum shrimp. So at that, uh, the new Amsterdam Theater that Disney owns, do they only do Disney shows? Because for the past 20 plus years, there's probably always been at least one Disney yeah, you know, I, Broadway I meant show. to look it up. I forgot. I mean, Lion King's never stopped running, right? Yeah, Lion King's still there. I, In my mind, the new Amsterdam is Mary Poppins, which also is Disney, but, um, but I don't remember for That's sure. That's still a show, Mary Poppins? I'm pretty sure. I don't yeah. remember for sure. 
Yeah, that, I mean, I get, that makes sense, though. Like, it's, like you said, figurative and kind of literal. And, yeah. I mean, figure or literal in the way that it's like, okay, that used to be a billboard for Chesterfield cigarettes, and now it's a billboard for uh, Cars yeah. 3 or whatever, you right. know? yeah. Or, or anything. You're just targeting just, a whole different audience with yes. your advertising. It just became yeah. bright and shiny and bubblegum and happy and come here from Oklahoma in and fake, spend a week. I'm sure it felt to a lot of people who yeah. know that area. Yes, you know, definitely. Knew it prior to that time. Yes, I think there's a... I don't think. I know there are people who think this is a great thing because they think it made it safer and cleaner and, you know, all that, all that stuff. And then people who aren't fans say that it lost its character. And because, you know, you could have uh, billboards and, and chain restaurants anywhere. You know, so. Well, for what it's worth, please, I'm begging you, whoever has the power, Disneyfy Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> yeah, we could use a little bit of it. So that brings us pretty much up to today. Um, in 2009, starting in 2009, I think, you, you, rec- you were, obviously, you've been there since then. It became largely car-free, so they blocked yeah. up a bunch of the streets. So oh, that's just- that recent. Yeah, I think that I think that was Bloomberg. Um, well, now I understand why people wanted to avoid it. I can't imagine that being like full traffic on every crisscrossing street there. That would be insane. Yeah, it was until then. That would probably be total gridlock all the time. Yeah, with the, I'm on a pedestrian. I mean, and oh, of, of pedestrians. Yeah, yes, it was terrible. Exactly. I'm saying so four now, car, four drivers with the amount of pedestrians everyone. there. That must for have been horrible. For the drivers, horrible. for the pedestrians. Yeah, that's true because everyone's confined to the sidewalk. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was terrible. But now it's better, I guess, because you can walk all over the place. Uh, and which you can. So, you know, we've experienced it. And it, and it's nice. There's tables set up. We have experienced it. Yes, we have. So that pretty much brings us to the to the end of my history of Times Square. Is not is Macy's right in Times Square? No, that's Herald Square. What what, what uh, stores like in my mind like the main corner? You're in thinking Square. of Macy's, I think, at in Herald Square. Oh, on maybe I am. Street. Then. Disregard. Yeah, because yeah. cause Times Square is really the the main thing that sticks out in your mind are billboards, just like crazy billboards, yeah. gigantic TV screen looking things. I'm pretty sure there's a sunglasses hut though. So yeah, there might be. Too. <laughs> Uh, so let's get, I have some good fun facts, I think. So one Times Square, the building that New, the New York Times originally moved into. 1905. Is now mostly empty, but it holds the New Year's Eve ball and it's covered in. How big is this ball? It's a big ball. It can't be that big. Well, a whole building no, is empty because it holds it, a ball? Not because. It just kind of is. Yeah. And it says it's um, it's like obscured by billboards. It's just covered in billboards. And the billboards generate over $25 million per year. And the billboards apparently bring in more revenue than leasing the building to tenants would. That seems unbelievable to me. I know. I agree. But that's what I read. I I believe that's what you read, but it just seems like. So you're telling me it's not worth that space isn't worth anything to anyone to the point where you literally don't rent it out, as opposed to renting it out for every floor for three thousand dollars a month and letting people store stuff there. Like it just seems. I don't know, Zach. You can call them and tell them your plan and see if they want to hear it. Okay, I'll live there. Can we live there? Yeah, we'll live In one of these empty floors or rooms or something? We'll use it as an igloo and that's where we'll live. That'd be fine, but it's not that big. It can't be. (laughs) 
It's bigger. Are you kidding? It's How big, huge. The ball? Yeah, it's How big, big is it? Well, I don't know. I picture it being like 10 feet across. I didn't look up the I'm ball. not living in a 10-foot igloo with you. Okay, fine. Uh, By myself, maybe. Okay. So, since the late 1900s, tenants in Times Square buildings have been required by law to display the bright, crazy advertisements. Wait, tenants in Times Square buildings <laughs> have been required by law? What's that mean? Like, it's a law that you have to have all the crazy. You can't move in and be like, I'm going to not have crazy advertising on my building in Times Square. You have to. Oh, that's pretty weird. Yeah, I know. They Well, it's not the tenants. It's the, the owner's choice, right? The tenant, you can't lease an office and be like, oh, get rid of this billboard outside, right? Like, you can't. I don't know. That's never the tenant's yeah, decision. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. No, but it, it sounds like that would if that's a law, that would apply to the building owner too yeah it applies to everyone is the point i guess my point in including that was like wow they really want this yeah you know it isn't just a thing that is kind of happening it's mandated yeah it's being created yes or at least i don't know yeah the nasdaq sign so you know the it's kind of wavy it's like the big tv looking one yeah 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 yeah, nasdaq one it's 37 feet high and that makes it the largest LED sign in the world. Thirty wait, thirty seven feet high. Yeah, that's insane. I know. I, I don't think I'm picturing the right thing because when I'm picturing, I think I'm picturing like the New York Times like headline thing. Oh no, no, this is a totally different thing. You would you would recognize it if you saw it. Good golly! And the lights from Times Square can be seen from outer space. You can see that thing from outer space? Apparently you can. Wow. It's that bright. It really (laughs) is very bright. There's got to be a picture of that, right? Yeah, I'm sure. I should look it up. Times Square has always been a place where people gather, you know, for exciting stuff. (laughs) I've told you this story many times that when Obama was elected for the first time, I was in New York and I... My roommate and I ran down to Times Square, and it was just, everyone was there. You know, it was just like a thing. Everyone knew to just be in Times Square, and on and on those big screens, they were projecting his um, what do you call it? Acceptance, Acceptance speech. Yeah. Um, Can they do sound? Yeah, there was sound. Oh wow! But so the lar- It said, "This is interesting." It said the largest crowd in in New York Times or not New York Times Times Square's history. Is an estimated 2 million people, which I guess probably still is the largest, uh, celebrated the U.S. victory in World War II wow. on August 14th in 1945. You know the the photo of the... the Guy kissing the girl? Uh-huh. uh-huh. That was in Times Square. Really? On that day. Yep. Oh, cool. I know. Isn't that cool? I thought That's that crazy. Over cool. 2 million people. Yeah. That's amazing that, it, that it's... 60 years ago yeah and, eight, and the reason why 70 I, years ago i kind of think it probably is still the the largest crowd is because i saw estimates for the number of people who go to see the ball drop nowadays is about one million which is insane when you think about it a million people gather there to watch the ball drop that's so many people but there were <sighs> twice as many at yeah. the end of the war that is that's incredible well that's i love that, that. yeah that's something to really celebrate yeah and yeah. that's a uh, much more unified country too i mean that's like true. everyone like also mm-hmm. it's 1945 what else you got going on true 
We've Very been true. in a war for also, five August, years. August, it's not so yeah. cold. You can just like hang out. You're going out to turn up in the streets. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this is my final fun fact that I thought was very, very cute and I had not heard about before. Cute. In so, like I said, when I when Obama won, I went down there and you and they were playing it on the screen, so they can turn those just into big TV screens. Mm-hmm. And in 1998, they played the finale of Seinfeld on. Oh, one of those that's big wait! So I saw that online recently. It. Isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah. I just saw that like two weeks ago. I don't know if that was on like History Cool Kids on Instagram or something like that, but that's awesome. I love that. I thought that was cool too. Yeah. So yeah. And you know what? When I saw that, same thing. I wondered, oh, did they have sound or did they just have the No, I'm sure. The image up there? I bet they did. Probably now that I know that they can have sound. Mm -hmm. They can have everything. It's Times Square. They're very technologically advanced. (laughs) Center of the world. Mm -hmm. Crossroads of the world. Yep. So that's pretty much it. That was fantastic. That was cool, right? Yeah. I felt like it... I, I think that's all you need to know about Times Square. Yeah, and I, I do feel like I learned a lot. You know, I would have thought, like, oh, I probably know a decent amount about this place, but I didn't necessarily know that much. Now I feel like I understand it better, and it's just uh, good to know about the places you find yourself. I can't wait to I go back. Yeah, me too. I really can't wait that's to go my back. my favorite sunglasses hut in the world. Oh, man. All right, you go there. I'll get to that. What was it called? That Cajun shrimp? Uh, Raging Cajun pasta. Yes, Raging Cajun pasta. Yeah. I'll get that. Okay. At Bubble Gums while you try on glasses. All right. Sounds good. Okay, you know what I like. Order for me. Okay. <laughs> Raging Cajun pasta. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real-life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30MinuteExpertPodcast, that's 30MinuteExpertPodcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.